BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Do you give in to the temptation sometimes to think that your mental health somehow defines who you are as a person? that your struggle with anxiety or depression or OCD or some other mental health issue, that it's so big, so powerful in your life that it takes control of you and you feel like that you are different than everybody else? Have you felt that? Have you felt like everyone else has it all together but you don't? And you start to, to go down that that mental rabbit trail that you are somehow less of a person than the person next to you because you have a mental health struggle. If that's you, I want you to keep listening. And I want you to listen to this episode because I want to encourage you and inspire you to work on your mental health and to not give in to the temptation of thinking that your mental health defines who you are. Coming up in the Mental Health Today show. Welcome to the Mental Health Today show. My name is John Cordray. I'm a board-certified counselor and the host of the Mental Health Today show, and I am really glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're listening. I'm glad that you are a part of this community. If you're new, welcome. Uh, I I appreciate you being here. Make sure you subscribe and go to my uh, website, thementalhealthtodayshow.com, and there you can look at all of my past episodes. You can sign up for the newsletter. You can subscribe to the show, all these things. Uh, Look at the show notes at mentalhealthtodayshow.com. And of course, you know, if you've been listening uh, for a while, I appreciate you. And uh, without this, without you being a part of this, the show would not exist. Uh, or it'd be a lot more, much more different uh, if I had no one listening. <laughs> it'd be a lot hard uh, to say and talk about uh, what I want to talk about to to nobody. <laughs> so I'm glad that you're here. Well, hey, today I'm going to be talking about your mental health does not define who you are, and I know this is a struggle for many of you. And I know that. Whatever it is, whatever mental health issue that you struggle with, and maybe you have several mental health issues, and and maybe it's uh, uh, a combination of anxiety and depression, or maybe it's OCD, or maybe it's a phobia, 
maybe it's agoraphobia and you feel like you can't leave the house. Maybe you hoard things and your home is full of things you can't get rid of. Maybe you have been struggling with uh, abuse in your life and there are triggers throughout uh, your day or, or your week that somehow brings that up. And you struggle with that. You struggle with your mental health. Uh, and therefore, you start to develop this belief that there's something wrong with you, that you're less of a person because you struggle with these things, that it somehow defines you, your purpose and who you are. And, and that's further from the truth. And I want to remind you that your mental health struggle, whatever it is that you're struggling with, it's, and that's all it is. It's a struggle. It's a very difficult struggle, but it's not a definition. It doesn't define who you are as a person. You are a, a mom or a dad. You are a student. You're a child. And you are uh, somebody who has a lot of worth. You're worthy. And you have a lot of purpose in life. You just happen to struggle with mental a mental illness. And it, it, it interferes with your life, yes. It prevents you from doing things, yes. You want to get rid of it, absolutely. But it doesn't define who you are. And I would contend that if you struggle with a mental health issue, and you've been struggling for years, I would contend that you are much stronger than you think you are. I mean, think about it. Logically, you have lived with a mental illness for a very long time, and you're still able to function in life. You have a lot of different things that you are responsible for, whether it's work or family or a friendship. Uh, maybe you're, you're in charge of certain things, and maybe, you are, uh, maybe you're a leader, and you have people reporting to you or a manager or a supervisor, or maybe you're a CEO of a company and you struggle with maybe it's ADHD or some other mental health issue. And you're tempted to think that because you struggle with that, even though you have the position and the responsibility that you have, even with all of that, because you struggle with a mental health issue, you are not quite there yet. And even if you were a CEO of a company and you're looking at someone else and, and you can say to your, or you think to yourself, well, that person seems like they have it all together. That person seems happy all the time. That person is able to function and I can't, what's wrong with me? Have you thought that? I bet you have. And so I wanted to talk about this uh, just as an encouragement for you. And there's four things that I want to, I want to leave you. I want to provide as an action plan, if you will, or, or takeaways, things that you can work on, things that you can think about. And I would encourage you if you're able to write these down and I'll have them in my show notes so you can go back and look at that. Uh, you can find the show notes, by the way, on, 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 at my website, the um, mentalhealthtodayshow.com. 
But these four things, I think, will help you gain a better focus and to let you realize or to help you realize that your mental health issue doesn't define you. And the four, the four action steps are let your mental health struggle be your teacher, not your master. Let your mental health struggle be your teacher, not your master. The second one is lean on others in your time of need. Lean on others in your time of need. The third, make a plan. And then the fourth is stay the course. Those are four takeaways, four things I want you to work on and develop this in your mind and write it down. There's, there's something powerful about writing these things down and putting them someplace where you can see them and remind yourself every day. But the first one is let your mental health struggle be your teacher, not your master. And what I mean by that is what can you learn about it? So if you're struggling with anxiety or you're struggling with depression or maybe it's a phobia of, of some kind, whatever it is, to, to let it be your teacher is what can you learn from it? Yes, you don't want it. You hate it. You wish you never had it, but you do. You do struggle with it. You do have it. But instead of agonizing over the fact that you have it, I want you to, to reset your mind and to think about what you can learn from your struggle. Do some research. Now, I'm not saying <laughs> you got to be careful where you go on online, uh, but there are some reputable places where you can look up. And do your research. You can go to the library and check out some books. You can listen to podcasts. You can read books. You can. There's a lot of things that you can do to learn from your struggle and learn about your struggle. And it's not necessarily to, to for you to come up with a cure, but it's to acknowledge and accept it. And what I mean by that is um, to, to to realize that it may not go away as quickly as you want, but instead of fighting against it, you learn it, learn about it, but you don't let it be your master. You don't allow it to take control over your thoughts and to beat yourself down and to allow it to make you feel like a failure. So letting your mental health struggle be your teacher is not the same as letting it become your master. There's a difference. So you'll learn about it. And the more you can learn about it, the more you can understand, the more in control you become. It's when you don't know much about it, but you feel it, then it just prevents you from doing things. And, and, and then it starts to wear on you and you start thinking negative thoughts about yourself. Then it becomes your master. And so we, we don't want that. We, we learn from it. Let it be your teacher, but not your master. The second one is to lean on others in your time of need. So you might be able to cope with whatever it is that you're struggling with for a while, but there might be times where it really hits hard. And you might at that time feel like you're completely alone. And maybe it's a panic attack and maybe you have panic attacks every so often and, 
and you have a panic attack, or maybe it's uh, kind of a, a, a breakdown, a mental breakdown for, at work, or maybe you heard some really incredibly bad and sad news and you're grieving, lean on others in your time of need. Allow them to speak into your life. Now, what I'm not suggesting is a lot, let them tell you what you should or shouldn't do, but allow them to encourage you, allow them to make you dinner or allow them to invite you to their home, allow them to pray for you, allow them to, um, just to be in the same room as you so you can talk about your struggle We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week, we talk about the curious things that people do. This show is for you when you're in the mood for unscripted, lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and just a smattering of psychology and information you can use. I promise we will make your day pass a little faster and put a smile on your face. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please follow the link in the show notes. But to lean on others in your time of need is knowing when that time is, when your time of need is. And when you're at your worst, you reach out to somebody else that can help hold you up. And you don't want to go through the struggle by yourself because it makes it so much worse. So who is it in your life that you can lean on in your time of need? Talk to them, ask them, Hey, you know, we've been friends for a long time you may or may not know this, but I've been, I really struggle with anxiety or social anxiety and just share your struggle and then ask them, can I lean on you? Can I, can I ask you every so often to be there for me when I'm struggling? So to have somebody in your, in your, on your team, so to speak, when you are struggling, when it's the worst, that's going to help you. The third one is make a plan. What is it that you need to do to work on your mental health? And if it's a panic attack, for instance, then write down the things that help you calm down in the midst of a panic attack. Uh, have a phone number on this list of someone you can talk to. Maybe the person that uh, you've asked to lean on. And you have their phone number. And when you are going through a panic attack, you can call and say, hey, I'm, I'm freaking out. I need some help. And then that person will know uh, ahead of time will know some things that they can say to you or to help you walk you through your panic attack. But if you have a plan and, and if you know what to do when you're struggling, that's going to help you take more uh, be more in control. Because when you allow... Uh, when, allow the mental health to take over and you don't have a plan, that's when you feel like you're out of control. And when you feel like you're out of control, then your mental health struggle becomes your master. 
And it's that vicious cycle over and over and over again. And I've talked about that, that inner critic before. And I talked about the, 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 the negative thought cycle before. And that's when it happens is when you don't have a plan and you really have a, a, a bad day or you, you freak out and you don't know what to do. And it just makes it worse. So, but if you have a plan and you know what to do, step one, step two, step three, you know, who you're going to call, what you need to do, that is going to help you tremendously. And to keep that plan handy. So whenever you do have a bad time or a breakdown, you know, here are some things that you can do. Don't wait and, and, and say, well, I'll just wait until, um, I go through it and then I'll, I'll figure it out. No. Your mind is not going to be uh, in a logical state to make a plan to know what to do. That's why you need right now to, when you are in a logical state, to write it down and to make that plan and to keep it handy. So that's going to help you uh, stay in control and to not let your mental illness be your master. And then the fourth one is stay the course. Stay the course. Uh, I know when you're struggling, you want to be over. You want this to be done. You want to be able to live and get on with your life. I get it. But it doesn't always work that way. There's not a magic pill. There's not some magic formula that you can take. I wish. (laughs) But there's not. Uh, There's not a magic cure. So if you struggle with depression or struggle with anxiety, uh, it, it can stay with you for a long time. And your journey might be longer than somebody else's, but stay the course. You know, think of, think of uh, um, my my mind goes. The image I have about staying the course is being on a ship, and the captain uh, is telling the crew, "We got to stay the course, even in the midst of a, a storm. Stay the course. We don't want to veer to the right or to the left." And the captain knows the right direction. They, he knows where to go. And so staying the course is, is kind of in that same place of acceptance. You accept, okay, I don't like it. I hate it, uh, but I have it. Now what? At each day is a new day. You get up and you work on feeling better. And some days are going to be better than other days, but you stay the course. Don't allow your thoughts to to have you stray to the right or to the left. Keep going forward. And once you are able to do that and you are able to, to mentally tell yourself, all right, I'm having a terrible day today, but it doesn't mean that tomorrow's going to be the same. If you're able to tell yourself that even though I am struggling right now, I'll be okay at the end of the day. I just have to get through whatever it is I'm struggling with now. That's staying the course. And if you stay the course and you do get better, whatever it is you're going through, and it subsides and you're starting to feel better, then you have made it. You have become stronger because you stayed the course. And that's really what we're, I'm talking about here is when you are struggling with a mental health issue, you may feel weak, but when you're able to move forward and live your day like every other day, maybe like other people who are not struggling with the same thing you are, but you are still able to do those things, you are strong. 
and you are much stronger than you think you are. Don't forget that. If you struggle with anxiety or you struggle with depression and you still get up every day and you go to work, even though it might be a struggle sometimes, but you go to work and you go home and you make dinner or you play with the kids and you go to bed and you get up and do it again, you are much stronger than you think you are. So don't allow your mental health to take control of your thoughts. Because your mental health does not define who you are. Don't give in to that temptation to believe it. And sometimes, sometimes we all need to be reminded of that. And hopefully this is your reminder to stay the course, to learn and, and, and to let your mental health struggle be your teacher, to lean on others in your time of need, to make a plan. You know, what is it of those four things that I talked about, those action steps that maybe you need to work on? Maybe you've thought about them before, but you didn't really take action on them. And maybe now is the time to take action. And I hope you will. And I hope this has been helpful for you because I want to encourage you and to inspire you to work on your mental health. And as a licensed counselor, this is something I encourage everybody that I talk to, uh, that I see. Because I know how easy it is that to fall into that temptation to feel like you are less of a human than other people because you struggle with a mental health illness. But that's not true. Don't allow your mental illness to confuse your rational mind. It's okay to feel it because it's human. I want you to, to not suppress the feelings, but I don't want you to give in to the temptation of believing your feelings because so often your feelings are not telling you the truth. It's, it's a perceived truth, but it's not always the truth. So don't allow your feelings to dictate what, what you do and what you think. So keep going, keep working, keep believing that you are going to get stronger each and every day. Don't give up and keep, keep the hope alive and don't, and don't feel like you have to navigate this on your own. Don't be ashamed. You can tell a few people, I, I would encourage you to some people that you trust, uh, and, and to allow them to enter into your struggle. They're not going to have the words to say, they don't know what to do necessarily, but there are people that can enter into your life and to be a support to you. And so often people don't have that support. And so often people who struggle with a mental illness, they don't talk about it and they're not gentle with themselves. They beat themselves up and they feel like they're all alone. And then that 
clouds the rest of their life. Each day they wake up and they feel like they're nobody and, and they're depressed and it makes things worse and they're and more depressed. And it's this vicious cycle. But you can break free from that. Imagine being free. Even in the midst of living with your mental illness, you can be free as you work on it. And so that's my encouragement for you. And I hope this has been helpful. I I am really want to invite you to listen to my episode next week. Next week, I'm going to be talking with a Christian, uh, a psychiatrist. His name's Christian Heim, Dr. Christian Heim. And we're going to be talking about a very difficult subject on childhood sexual abuse, primarily uh, with adults who have struggled with that themselves. And he is going to offer some hope. And if you are struggling uh, with a mental health issue, I know as a therapist, the odds are pretty high that you may have experienced some form of sexual abuse yourself. Uh, but uh, it's, a, it's an episode I think you'll you'll be interested in, although I also wanted to say uh, it could be a trigger. So think about it. Uh, next week, you'll be able to listen to it uh, with my uh, interview with Dr. Christian Heim. So wanted to give you that preview. Again, go to my website, mentalhealthtodayshow.com, and sign up for the newsletter and subscribe to the show. As always, I would really appreciate a rating and review. Whatever podcast you're listening to this episode on, please go and rate the show and give a rating. That's going to help me in the show uh, a lot, and I really appreciate that. All right, friends, thank you so much. And don't forget to continue to work on your mental health. And remember, your mental health does not define who you are. Keep working, keep believing, and keep hoping. Take care, my friends, and God bless.